What up? We are back once again today. It is time to get the ball rolling. Okay, this is our Saturday special. So glad to be with you being a part of your Saturday. Uh, Again, I always tell you guys, I recorded this uh, back a little bit earlier, not uh, on Saturday. I will be, if you guys are listening to this, it will be published in the morning. I am currently running uh, a 6K race in beautiful Cedar City, Utah. So uh, think about that. And I hope all of you have watched the pregame and have watched college football the entire day. Uh, Now, if it's not Saturday, go watch some football. It's always great. So today's Saturday special, we like it short, we like it sweet, is to highlight a team uh, that I've been really impressed with, might have been a little wrong about uh, going forward into this season. And today's Saturday special is the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. I believe it's even Middle Tennessee State if you want to go even further. But uh, they're in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And Really, and a very interesting team. Uh, year in and year out, I don't know why I don't ever pick this team to do good. But looking through uh, the schedule, where they play, who, and uh, stuff like that, you're really starting to see how this might uh, line up in their favor for another push to the conference championship. I know that I've already done UAB. It would be crazy if UAB and uh, Middle Tennessee State met once again, but uh, we'll have to see. Uh, going forward, so uh, Middle Tennessee State has competed uh, in the FBS, I guess, since uh, they were an independent during their transition year, and they moved into the Conference USA, or sorry, not Conference USA, Sunbelt Conference, uh, from 2001 into 2012. And when the new conference realignment started in 2013, they made the jump over to... Uh, the Conference USA. That's why I kind of get mixed up. Uh, the Conference USA is a great was a great conference. I think they have a lot of depth. They took the best of. Uh, they had a couple of disbanded conference. It kind of feels like the the best of uh, the WAC and 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 uh, the Big East and uh, Sun Belt conferences, and they've kind of just merged them all together. And uh, uh, they're. Head coach is Rick Stockstill. Uh, he has actually led uh, a modern day. We're going to go modern day bowl games. We're not going back into the you know the early 1900s, but he's led them to every single bowl game. Uh, he is two and six. They are two and six overall, and uh, he plays really well. He's been there for 14 years. He's got them to eight bowl games, which is really impressive considering that we're still kind of in the air. It was towards the era where not everybody got in if you were six and six. And now uh, pretty much year in and year out, he's getting these teams uh, rocking and rolling. Now, since entering this USA, uh, it hasn't, he hasn't been back to a double digit win season. The last double digit win season was in 2009 when he went 10 and three. Uh, he's had some good season though. 2013, he went eight and five. Uh, 2016, he went eight and five. Last year, he went eight and six. And again, year in year out, I always uh, disregard the, the 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 Blue Raiders. I'm always like, ah, maybe they're going to slip a little bit. Well, FIU is really good. Well, Marshall's really good. Well, FAU is really good. Honestly, this team year in and year out, they're they're, they're the model of consistency. I'm really really surprised uh, with this Blue Raiders team this year. Now, uh, looking at their schedule, we'll we'll highlight it a little bit uh, in a minute. But uh, they were actually co-champions uh, in 2001 in the Sun Belt Conference, and then 2000. 
2006 when uh, Rick Rocksteel uh, took over. Now they were co-champions because that was before they had the conference championship. Uh, they were able to go to the uh, CUSA championship last year. They won the CUSA East, but they lost to UAB, a score of 25 to 27. Uh, kind of, it kind of was like a, a tease game because they had played UAB the week before, and then they played them again. And I honestly think UAB sat a lot of players, and then they. And then they came out and they won because I thought UAB was a little bit better. And uh, they ended up losing that game, but does not matter. Uh, so far this year, they have lost to Michigan. They beat Tennessee State, and Tennessee State's a pretty good team. Uh, they beat them by a score of 45-26. They've lost to Duke, and they've lost to Iowa. So they played three uh, Power 5 uh, opponents, congratulations to them. They're one and three. It does not matter uh, if you listen to the FPS. I kind of rant about that. Uh, and then they were able their first game in CUSA play this year. They were able to beat Marshall, and this is a really good Marshall team. Now they were at home, and that helps because Marshall's traveling from West Virginia on down to Murfreesboro, um, so they were able to get the win regardless. They beat them. Congratulations, a really really good Marshall team. That I mean, they were. They were toe-to-toe -to -toe with Boise State for a while. Uh, and then, you know, I've just been really impressed with these this team. And I really like uh the 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 color scheme. I mean, they're like this 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 cobalt blue, royal blue. Uh they have a really cool mascot, the blue raiders. It's it's kind of like a lightning horse looking thing. It is awesome. I love the Blue Raiders. And I've just been really impressed overall with this team. And I think you guys should start paying attention to this team uh, going forward. Now, uh, overall, uh, Rick Roxdale is 87 and, and 78. So he has a winning record here. Uh, I would love to see them, uh, you know, continue to to hone in and to continue to go after these these big conference games. Uh, they played really well against Michigan. Michigan slipped up and, and Middle Tennessee played well against them. And uh, Iowa, not as much. They were on the road. And Duke, they played well. I've actually, I was actually able to watch uh, their first three games. Middle Tennessee State, like I said, been really impressed uh, with this team and where this team might go following. The schedule lines up perfectly for a really good uh, push, I guess if you want to call it, to the Conference USA Championship. So that is just our intro into the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. And uh, looking forward into their schedule, it really looks honestly pretty respectable. I'm not going to lie. Uh, normally we break up these things. We're going to have the ad segment. You guys have already listened to at the first of the show right now. We're just going to go right into it and uh, kind of talk about where I saw them going and then going forward. Anyway, so what I, I when I was looking at their schedule, I said they'd go 5-7 and seven this year. I said they're going to step back a little bit. Uh, I thought FAU and FIU were going to be really good this year, along with Marshall. I thought those three teams, so I'm like, okay, well, there's three losses. Michigan's a loss, Duke's a loss, Iowa's a loss. And uh, I actually had them uh, losing to North Texas as well because North Texas is really good. So I'm like, there are there are the seven losses, uh, and I was wrong. And so uh, currently right now they'd be on track for a six and six season. If they lose all the games, I said they'd lose, and they win all the games, they said they win. They would be on track for a six and six season. Now I do not think that is going to be the case going forward. I saw the first year I say they're only returning eleven starters from last year. Now this is a team, you know, those eleven were able to get valuable experience. I mean they played uh, Appalachian. State in the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, they were able to go to a, a conference championship. Honestly, I was like, they have experience, but I think they're going to take a step back just due to the to the nature of their schedule. 
they didn't they didn't play a MAC team, they didn't play a Sunbelt team, they didn't play an American athletic team. They played power five teams. Uh so going forward, uh now they could potentially so right now they'd be six and six. That's where where my brain goes. Okay, well you proved me wrong on one, so that moves you up a one rank. That moves you to uh, you know, from five and seven to six and six. Well, let's look at it. Florida Atlantic has not been the team that I thought they were going to be. Uh, I, I predicted their schedule right uh, 100%, but, uh, you know, UCF, I thought that was going to be a closer game. Not much of a game. And uh, a lot of questions are, are surrounding FAU going forward. They looked okay against Ohio State. They outscored them in, in three quarters, 21-17. Uh, to 17. But uh, they ended up losing that game. Uh, they beat Ball State, which is a pretty good Ball State team. They beat Wagner, so that's kind of, uh, you can't really think of, uh, use that as a measure because they beat Charlotte. Uh, they're coming off of a bye. Uh, Middle Tennessee State is not, honestly, it's setting up for FAU to win. Uh, they're on the road, uh, down in Boca Raton. Uh, Middle Tennessee State comes off a very emotional win, but they took care of business there. So can they beat FAU? This is going to be an amazing game if you're able to tune into it. Uh, I I don't know. Like I said, I, there's too many questions around FAU for me to definitely, definitively say one way or another. But this is going to be a really big win. If they win this game, got to understand, they win their side of the conference. They lock it up with this win, 100%. Bam. The shutter's down. You know, the, the COSA East is king again. They beat FAU in 2018, and they lost to them in 17, uh, and they beat them in 16, and uh, they beat them in 15. So if you look at it, you take just those little things. They were on the road at Florida Atlantic in 2015. They won. Now, they lost to Florida Atlantic in 2017, but that was when they were really, really good. So we will see what goes on. Uh, I really want to – I think it's going to be a close game. I'm talking like super close. I mean, we're talking, you know, three point close, but uh, we'll see what happens with the North Texas. I would say that uh, the Blue Raiders have a little bit more of an edge. I understand they're on the road in Denton, but uh, Rick Roxdale is seven and three against North Texas, and they look really good. Uh, I think that it's unfortunate they pulled one of the best teams out of that side of the conference. Oh, well, uh, you got to play them right, but. Uh, these next two games are going to be really big for them. And then this is where it goes. FIU, I have not been impressed with FIU. Now, I understand that Butch Davis is a great coach, and I really like him. I've liked what he's done here. And he you know, he obviously looked uh, good against New Hampshire and Massachusetts, but I don't think he's really turned it around uh, off of a, a bad loss to Western Kentucky and a bad loss to Louisiana Tech. I think that they, uh, on at home, Middle Tennessee State, F-A- or F- Middle Tennessee State, beats FIU. Uh, then they play Charlotte. I think that uh, they, they're undefeated against Charlotte, so I think they win. They take care of them. Uh, and then they have Rice, Old Dome, and WKU. I think they take care of Rice handedly. Uh, Old Dominion has looked good, but uh, Middle Tennessee State dominates against uh, Old Dominion, so I can't really be like, oh, I think they're going to win or not going to win. Honestly, I think that they end up winning this game. And uh, against Western Kentucky might be one of the hardest teams in the nation to figure out. You go out, you lose to Central Arkansas, but uh, you beat FIU, but then you lose to Louisville, but it was a pretty good game. And then you beat UAB, you beat Old Dome. This is, we'll know more about uh, Western Kentucky when that time comes, but I dare say that Middle Tennessee State does get that win. So you're looking at it going forward. I honestly think this team has the potential 7-5 and five to 8-4. and four. Now that 7 
and five is a lot more likely because that would be two losses over the next uh, seven games. That would only be two losses, right? Uh, which would probably be FAU and uh, North Texas. But North Texas, if they only have one loss over that game, uh, then we're looking at it an eight and four season. They'd be going back to the CUSA championship, and uh, they're playing either. I mean, if they if uh, North if they beat North Texas, which I think they will. Uh, now looking at the stats and the way that both teams have played, you're looking at it. You're like, okay, uh, it's either you're either going to be playing against uh, Southern Miss, UAB, or North Texas. Honestly, that that's your matchup, and uh, UAB obviously just lost to Western Kentucky, so kind of an ugly loss uh, there. And Southern Miss, uh, Southern Miss takes on North Texas this weekend, so we'll get a little bit more of a, a gauge on them. And uh, if you know if you're eight and four right then, then you're feeling pretty good about it, and you can get to nine wins, and then you're going to a better bowl game. So this is kind of where I see this this Blue Raiders when they prove when you prove me wrong, and the conference isn't as good as what I thought. I thought FAU and FIU would be world beaters. I thought they'd run away with it, and I thought that Marshall might nip them in nip them in the heels and, and topple one of them down. It was going to be a three way tie. It was going to be crazy. I was wrong. Honestly, I think it's Middle Tennessee State now. Uh, don't be surprised. Don't be alarmed if they lose this weekend. If they win, great, awesome. Congratulations to them. But don't be alarmed. Don't sell your stock on them. I'm just telling you. Uh, I, For me, I'm uh, in business school. My degree is going to be in uh, business. And uh, the biggest thing about investing in stuff is like, I'm not a day trader. Uh, just because a team is, is trending, you know, has a really good game like Florida. I have not been a good. I haven't been a big, you know, fan of Florida this year. I haven't been impressed with Florida this year. So just because it beat Auburn doesn't mean I'm going to go out, out and buy a bunch of Florida stock. No, but when a team that's looked really good against Power Five teams and uh, proves me wrong against, you know, a pretty good team. I mean, we're talking like legit. That Marshall team's a really good team. You prove me wrong, buy stock in them. You look at it. Tulane. We've talked about Tulane on the Saturday podcast. We've talked about SMU. We've talked about Wyoming. Uh, we've talked about North Carolina. All of these guys, yeah, they might lose that next week or they might lose in two weeks. But the biggest thing is buy the stock. Now, Middle Tennessee State is going to join the ranks uh, of, of their brethren, right, uh, of the people that we've talked about. But Tulane is looking amazing. North Carolina played well against Clemson. Uh, SMU is still undefeated. Wyoming played so good against UNLV. Yes, they lost to Tulsa. I was wrong about that. I thought they'd get Tulsa, but it was on the road. Should have taken that into consideration. Thought they would win. But they honestly looked like they could be giving uh, those top dogs in their side of the conference, which are you know, Air Force, uh, Boise State, and Utah State. They might give them a little bit of headaches. And uh, they already have, I believe they've already got four or five wins. So they have a couple more to get to, to a bowl game. So, you know, this is the we're not talking about day traders where where no go no sell or buy 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 Florida because they beat Auburn. No, Florida's going to lose. They're going to lose to LSU. They're going to lose to Georgia, and that's that. They're not going to be the what everyone thinks they are. Buy these teams that are low, and then when you go to fill out uh, your bracket, uh, you know your office pool of which team uh, which team is going to win what in uh, you know the. The bowl games, you can go, oh, yeah, Tyler talked about Middle Tennessee State. Maybe I should buy some stuff. Maybe he was right about this. Now, they did play Appalachian State, and if they play Appalachian State, take App State, obviously. I've been really big proponent of them as well. But 
just be, just be, just know this is what this podcast is for. This, you know, section of the podcast is for teams to watch over a year. Uh, you know, so we're talking about a, a seven game stretch, maybe even in, break it down into four game stretch. They could be, you know, winning, they could finish the season going five and oh, and then going into a conference championship. That would be huge with, versus a team that might just have one win or coming off of a loss. Kind of crazy. Anyway, so that is our Saturday podcast. Uh, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. It's actually one of the most listened to uh, segments of this podcast series. Uh, the recaps don't do as well. I want to look into that, but uh, this has been overall a great fun podcast. It's really hard to talk about uh, a lot of the going forward just because uh, the games are starting to shorten. Uh, we, we started with 12 games. Now it's down to seven games left and, and you're looking at opponents. You're like, okay, they literally just got to be this team. So, and that's that. Alrighty. So, listen up. Uh, Middle Tennessee State, the Blue Raiders are a good team. Be watching for them come uh, December and January time uh, when it comes around that time. And uh, hope you guys have a great week. Go watch some college football. And until uh, Monday, listen in to our recap episode where we go over all the biggest games in both the FBS and FCS. Until then, let's keep the ball rolling.